Hello, listeners. Thank you again for joining me, Hunter the MC, on this special segment of the Mysteries Unknown podcast, Behind the Mist. And I have two very special people with me today. When you think about Dungeons & Dragons, coffee's not usually what you would think about for most people. But these two ladies have able to put that spin on that and make these delicious Dungeons & Dragons flavored coffees. Coffees, sorry. And I am proud to introduce to you all today the Homebrew Coffee and Co. ladies. Hello. Hello. That is Y'all us. just want to introduce yourselves to the listeners real quick. Sure, yeah. I am Laura, and I am half of Homebrew Coffee and Co. I'm Kelly. I am also the other half of Homebrew Coffee and Co. All right. Yep, and you can find them on their Instagram. Y'all want to shout that out really quick for the list? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can find us on Instagram. It's at homebrewcco, uh, and we we have a link sheet there. So we are on other socials, more active on Instagram though, and Discord specifically. Yes, and as a member of that same Discord, I would recommend everyone join it because it's a great little community of people, <laughs> and we get to do a lot of fun things. So. We do have an awesome community. We really do. We're really blessed. Yeah. All right. So the first thing I always have people do when I have them come on here is just share like your tabletop role-playing history, like what games y'all like to enjoy, what got y'all started and all that. All right. I'll go first for this one. Uh, I started probably when a lot of the newer generation started. I started during COVID uh, with my friends. Uh, from all over the states, honestly. So we had to do it through Discord. Um, and from there, started my obsession. I started with <laughs> Critical Role, and then uh, from there, it bloomed into me being in three current campaigns. Uh, and also, I'm now starting to branch out into Pathfinder, or at least I'm going to try to. But honestly, uh, Dungeons & Dragons is the only TTRPG I really have delved into. <laughs> um... And as far as TTRPGs go and D&D goes, I never even thought about it until I started dating Kelly. Um, and even then, I didn't understand it. Uh, so I just was like, yeah, <laughs> you're doing things. Supportive, but I have no idea what I'm supporting. Um, until she started doing the coffee stuff and she started making coffee uh, for her friends. Um, and then it wasn't until after I helped kind of uh, it wasn't until after I helped kind of curate that or like helped us. I don't know words right now. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> what would you say? I, I helped make the business, I guess. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Sorry. Please remove all that. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is mushy sometimes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no. So it wasn't until after we started homebrew uh, before the hard launch that I, started learning more about D&D. It was through the creation of Homebrew Coffee that I learned more about D&D. That's nice. So, yeah, that actually is the perfect segue yeah. to what... Hmm? Just, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, and then I started playing my first game probably like eight. No, whenever we went back to Canada, I did my first campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and just like you, Kelly, my mind's a tale as old as time at this rate. I've said it so much, but yeah, I started doing, during the pandemic too, and that's got to where I am now as well. So I'm not going to repeat myself because I've said this story so many times about me on this podcast already. So All five. <laughs> so you all did that's the perfect awesome. segue to my next question. What did yeah. start 
Homebrew Coffee and Co. What kind of led up to that? What inspired y'all to do that? Uh, well, I did it as a Christmas gift for my uh, party. I was only in one campaign at the time, so it was easy. Uh, and I made it all around our characters. Um, and that that's honestly kind of how it started. And then Laura's marketing brain took it from there and <laughs> just ran with it. You know how, how it all... She was making coffee, she was roasting it, we were coming up with names for each party member, and for her dungeon master, I was like, hmm, you know what would be a great name for, for his roast? Homebrew. And then I was like, wait a minute, you would be a great business? And then it just went from there. And then we were brainstorming for months. Um, like, that was in November 2021. Mm-hmm. And then we were just brainstorming for months and we did our soft launch in January 2022. Uh, we did our hard launch in March 2022. Um, and it just kind of went from there. We just kind of stumbled forward with it and really leaned into it. Yeah. So what was kind of the creative process that made you like come up with all these names? Because y'all were very creative with the names. Like one of my favorites, it's the only one I've tried so far, but it's my personal favorite right now is the, the brown sugar and the apple one in the dark roast. Ah. Mm, was yes. definitely one of my favorites currently so far. Of course, I do eventually want to try like some of the other ones. And just to let everyone know really quick, if you've listened to my episodes, you'll hear me. I actually do like just a little commercial thing for the Homebrew Coffee & Co. Just because <laughs> I like them so much and I like what they do. So. <laughs> Thank you. So. Yeah, so that being said, yeah, so your listeners must know we obviously make, you know, it's made to order fresh roasted coffee. Uh, it's, all, it's all TTRPG inspired. Um, uh, yeah, it doesn't have to be Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. A lot of our inspiration came from different types of spells, and and if we we, we really thought through and looked through all like different types of classes and spells and everything like that. But our names are, are the names of our roast are primarily community sourced. Um, we really like to involve our community in that process. So we have names like Health Elixir or Constitution Save, like just like stuff like that. We're like, those are 100% made by our community. Like they just threw that out. Um, and then there's other ones that we just totally made up based on um, the location of where the bean was grown. Um, so for one of our roasts, I believe it's our chocolate. Uh, that coffee bean was grown on the side of a dormant volcano in Uganda. It's actually like an ancient volcano. It's the fourth lar- largest volcano in the world, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it's called Mount Elgin. So one of our, it's, a, it's our darkest brew for chocolate, our darkest source for chocolate, and it's called Elgin's Dragon. Um, I just kind of came with that, this idea that like there was this ancient dragon living in the mouth of this volcano and like he roasts the bean and and, like all this stuff and we just kind of went from there it's actually inspired people to write like short stories and 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 all that cool stuff were like characters around it it's very uh, we love yeah like yeah we, we got a lot of inspiration for that but like it's also inspired other creators in the community too which is amazing it's part of our goal is to inspire people as well um so yeah like as far as naming it and everything we Obviously, we combined Kelly's passion for Dungeons and Dragons, TTRPG, um, and coffee, and coffee, <laughs> right? Coffee. With my kind of like community building, marketing, loving brain, um, and it was just kind of we just it just meshed really well. Um, 
I had we had a blast coming up with the names and then also taking suggestions from our community for those names too. I forget what movie this scene I'm thinking about now is coming from, but it's the woman. She's got all the coffee patches on her arms, so she's like, I haven't slept in days. I it's don't like, think I know what you're referring to. Oh, I want to say it's, it was like Meet the Robinsons or something. Oh, I say, there's a lady I totally, that, it is Meet the Robinsons. The lady with all the coffee patches on her arms? Yes, at the science fair. <laughs> That's immediately what I think of the way she describes yes. how much you love coffee. <laughs> she's like, I haven't slept in days. <laughs> Kelly is truly the coffee connoisseur here. Um, I've learned a lot from her. You know, it... It truly that it all stems from her passion. Um, I'm just here to help make it happen, type thing. You know, I've I've you do more than that. Okay, yeah, but like, I'm an entrepreneur and I've started small businesses and I've helped people start small businesses. So I've really pulled from that knowledge to help make this happen, yeah. right? Yeah, you made it. Um, I've learned how to roast coffee and I know how. Like I've learned so much about coffee beans and now I'm also a D and D player and. Yeah, it's pretty, it's exciting stuff. Yeah, it's actually really cool when I look at you too, because you got Kelly being the creative side with how the coffee being made, and then you're the business side lore with how to promote it, to get the name out there and all that. And then you just kind of just mingle so well together yeah. in every way, literally. <laughs> no, for real, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that, so that leads me, I'm just curious now, what, because you literally do put, the home in homebrew because you make these all out of y'all's plays. So yes, I'm curious do. about the process about what you go through, like more, a little more in depth on that. Like, where do you like get the beans from? Like kind of just go kind of step by step, short and sweet little process of what y'all do to make it happen. Yeah. Uh, so we go through a wholesaler. Um, I'm not going to mention names cause I don't know if, you know, copyright infringement kind of stuff, mm -hmm. but, uh, so we go through a wholesaler and we get the coffee bean from them. It comes unroasted. So it is green. I don't know if you've seen photos posted or whatever. Um, but it comes from the pit of a cherry of a coffee cherry. Mm -hmm. Um, and from there, it's kind of like popcorn in the sense that you take the seed and you roast it and or cook it and it pops. And as it pops, it expands. And when it expands, depending on the stage of it, is how you get your different roasts. Uh, various methods. You can do an air popper, much like you would a popcorn popper. Uh, you can do a drum roaster, which is the more common one. Uh, the industrial roasters use the drum roaster and stuff like that. So we, we do both. Mm -hmm. We actually have both. We have a drum roaster and then an air popper. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I've yeah, you. I've seen y'all seen like step by step, kind of showing off like the different stages of like how you make all the coffee and stuff. And I just think it's an interesting process. But I was just curious about like how you like get all the beans from. So like, because I don't think it's like yeah. you're not just going to Walmart and buying the beans and oh, no. like a Sam's no. or anything. Yeah, we have like bags and bags of raw coffee beans. Oh, kind of, kind of five guys is with their bags of potatoes. <laughs> That's how you are with the bags of coffee beans. Essentially, yeah. We, it's uh, it's like. 10 pounds at a time and it kind of does look like much like you would uh, it's bag a bag of potatoes yeah. yeah it's a sack of coffee beans sometimes the burlap sometimes it's like a canvas or whatever but uh what's really fun is we also repurpose those bags too so we send those to different creators to use for different reasons um which is also exciting right it's a huge part of kind of it aligns with our values yeah. did you all expect 
Sorry, I was going to just ask, did y'all expect to kind of just have this community that you have now just by doing this alone? What was kind of like, what were like, what was like your expectations when y'all started this up? Were you thinking you were going to be, because I'd say you're actually kind of pretty popular when it comes to the TTRPG community. Oh, thank like, you. You're like, I see y'all like, you're liking like other like posts. You're being mentioned here and there in some cases. Were you kind of expecting this outcome of just like having this community around you or did you were you just like doing this with the idea of like, I just want to sell coffee kind of deal or? I think both. Honestly, we love community. We love a sense of community. It's something that we're both very passionate about. Uh, and it's always been something that even before homebrew was a thing. That, I mean, it's always been a dream of mine to have a coffee shop. It was a retirement dream at the time. But now, of course, that retirement dream has taken like a 30 year. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. Right uh, turn. Yeah. yeah. So now it's something that we're actually talking about. But before homebrew was a thing, we always talked about having our coffee shop be the center of community. Because um, you're nothing without community. That's I mean, true. I'm a huge, uh, both of us actually, we're very family oriented. Um, so I, I think a sense of that kind of stems out to the community. We want everyone to feel like they belong and. I don't know, just have a sense of friendship and... Just everyone's welcome, yeah. right? Like, I, I would say it's, it's, it's a little bit of, like, half and half for me. Like, I, I fully believe in myself and I build to build a community. Like, I've been doing it for years. Um, but it has surprised me as well, in the same sense. Um, what, the, like, the, the coolest part is when people come to our community and I have no idea who they are or where mm-hmm. they came from. That's what's exciting right like they're not just people we've been engaging with and we know them through instagram and finally they've decided to join uh the discord uh, but like a brand new person who's like hey uh and they learn through us through word of mouth mm-hmm. from a different social media platform entirely on someone else's ad for a different creator and it's like that's wild that there are people out there talking about us on platforms that aren't even ours um, and we don't even know who any of those people are, or maybe they're a customer who ordered a few times, but still, um, like, it's really, really cool to see. It is. Um, right? Whenever we get a new customer and I don't recognize the name, um, it's so exciting for us. So it's it's really interesting to see. I remember the first time we... Target? Uh, I was just... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, were, we were in Target, and someone tagged us in their reel. And it was a shout out for Homebrew, Homebrew Coffee and Co. from this from this other podcast. And I had we had never seen their name in our life. And I was like, who are who's who's this woman? Like this is amazing, right? And we were just so it was our very first shout out from a complete stranger to us, right? And it was it was awesome. So definitely there are things that take us by surprise. Um, the TTRPG community is vast and supportive as heck these people come together and it is amazing i love it everyone just supports each other it's wonderful yeah that's one of the things i really enjoyed when i started actually like running games before i started the Mm -hmm. podcast was just the vast amount of people from all over just coming together just wanting to play because i play i play with people from britain i've done a guy from greece a couple from the middle east that's so so cool yeah just the whole community you have Mm -hmm. and of course I haven't been able to interact with anyone from Australia yet because the time zones are completely off whack with yeah. here in America, but it's still mm-hmm. cool that I interact with people like, cause you got like the fairy fire podcast. I think mm-hmm. 
Some of the Dungeon Boys, I think, are also part of in Australia as well. I could no, I'm thinking of Valiant Odyssey. That's what I'm thinking. Of. The Valiant Odyssey podcast, they're all from Australia as well. There's Winter so, Tales. I was about to say the biggest one we know is yeah. Winter Tales. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of nice people if you yeah. ever touch base with them. Yeah. yeah, I follow them, but I don't think I've actually listened to them yet, just because I listen to so much now. It's nuts. There's yeah. so <laughs> many. There's so many, and they're all really <laughs> good. Yes, they are. Yeah, it's awesome. Like the one I've been listening to now, it's they're called Tomes of the Chaos Bard, and they're a family friendly okay. Dungeons and Dragons show. So there's no like cursing or anything like sexual wise cool. or anything. It's all like your kids can listen to this too. And I've been because everyone's kind of been taking like little breaks here and there, I've been able to catch up on that show, and it's just really good. And they have a Discord too. I interact with them, and they're just great. And so, That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, yeah. there's so much out there. It's wonderful. So, yeah, we're, so staying on kind of a little bit on the topic of community. So one of the things that I know that got me to start following you both on Instagram was when y'all started doing the fundraiser for mental health mm-hmm. back in November, I believe it was. September. And yeah. September. So I got, sorry, I got my months mixed up. I couldn't remember. Oh, it's okay. I do it all the time. <laughs> honestly, I get my J month and my M month so confused. <laughs> So that was one of the things that I started following you. And then we've both have actually been on the Dungeons, Dragons, and Psychology podcast, just kind of talking about our own little yes. experiences and all that. And you all were on there yeah. too. So just yeah. kind of, if you all don't mind me asking, just kind of like what kind of, how does that mental health aspect, what got you to kind of be a little more out there with that kind of deal? Was it just basically kind of like COVID, personal experience? Yeah, so I have been a very transparent mental health advocate since probably 2016. Um, I've lived with mental health struggles my entire life, but I became a lot more transparent um, when I was going through some very difficult times in 2016. And it, it kind of stemmed from there. Um, that was on my own personal Instagram. And then it just Kind of, it's just something I've incorporated in as many things as I can because it's just incredibly important. Um, and I saw firsthand how effective transparency is um, as far as you know your own mental health goes. Um, and mental health advocacy is just yeah, it's just incredibly important to me. Um, and you know, if you can talk about it and you can make a difference, you can literally make a difference just by sharing your story. That's powerful right there that's like that's huge you show other people that it's okay to talk about it um you open up a line of communication so that they can reach out and ask for help and that they feel like it's okay and you help contribute to ending stigma around various mental health issues um yeah like it's it's seriously it's just so it's groundbreaking stuff it's really really important um Mm. so why not and i know that in the ttrpg community there's a lot of people who struggle with their own mental health, um, whatever those issues may be. TTRPG helps them, right? It provides an avenue for creativity, for creative expression, and for even like escapism, right? Like it gives them something to look forward to or uh, something to, to, to focus on. And it's really cool to see that. Oh. Hang on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they accidentally disconnected for a second. We will get them back here in a second. Um. Hi, back. Are we back? All right. Yep. You're good. Sorry. I let everyone know. Yeah, it okay. like froze up for a second, and then it like started coming in blurry, and then it went. Do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, sorry, the uh, internet here is not amazing. When did it cut me off? Um, talking about uh, TTRPGs and escapism. Yeah, okay, so, okay. Um, but yeah, like, you can see the direct correlation. Like, there is a correlation there, um, mm-hmm. right? There, it is something, and because there's a correlation, it needs to be talked about, right? Like, I find a lot of gamers, a lot of TTRPGers, uh, they struggle with mental health. A lot of people actually just literally all over the place, right? It's like one in four of us, if not more than that, who struggle with mental health issues. Talk about it, right? Give people a safe space to talk about it and just reach out for help or vent or just get things off their chest, right? Like just get things off their chest, ask for advice, anything. Um, it all genuinely helps make good efforts. Um, very passionate about it. Yes. <laughs> and I know you have your reasons. Family has their own. Me personally, I don't have a lot, I would say. I don't know, I'm very fortunate in that situation. Um, but I know a lot of my family members do. And we're currently going through a, a huge struggle of mental health right now um, within my immediate family. And it sucks being so far away. Uh, but seeing it firsthand, being an ER nurse, and again, seeing it firsthand, seeing little kids, uh, various ages of adults from really elderly to middle age to, you know, young adults. I mean, literally anyone from 6 to 79 I have seen in the mental health uh, coming in in various stages of crisis. Um, I have seen all their different outlets, what's caused it, and there's a, there is a lot of stigma behind it. Um, definitely needs to be more talked about, needs to be more accepted, and anything that can be done to help, whether it be funding, different institutes like you did in September, mm-hmm. uh, or even just sharing our own stories. It definitely helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm usually, I'm always very open about what goes on with me and all that. So as you, I think I've told you both this, but I always like to let me know, I was diagnosed with Asperger's on the autism spectrum when I was four years old, which that already starts me off with a couple things here and there. I mean, it wasn't severe, but I mean, social skills were down the drain. And I was just very, I don't want to say antisocial, but it's just like I couldn't pick up on the cues. So it was like, I'm one of those people where it's like, you have to be upfront with me about what's going on or else I'm just not going to get it. And even to this day, I still have to remind people like, hey, I need you to be upfront with me because I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to pick up what you're dishing out, basically. Makes sense. And then a couple years back, I ended up having, going through a big stage of major depression and anxiety just due to certain life events that had happened. And then mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of one of those, I had shut myself up for a while, which only made it worse, but I didn't know anything else at the time. Yeah. And then after a few dark moments that I had, I'm not going to go into detail on cause I don't want to accidentally trigger anyone. Um, I ended up, I got, so me personally, um, I started going back to church kind of spiritually heal myself a little bit. And that's just for me. I'm not saying everyone has to, but Spiritual healing is uh, partially, I believe, essential as well in some fashion or form. Uh, I ended up, I did start seeing a therapist for about a year, and I got that. And then it just kind of felt like – and then after a while, it's like we were just kind of on different wavelengths at that point, so I ended up leaving. But, but then also being part of this community as well, that escapism part really helped as well. Mm-hmm. Just kind yes. of because with my autism, the phrase that I say is, I think in pictures, not in words. And oh, so, I like that. And so, like, I can read a book, 
and it's playing a movie in my head is how I've always described it. So using taking that part of creativity and creating these worlds that I can run for players and just kind of escape into that and just kind of just enjoy what I'm making and have seen the other players enjoy it as well. So that's, that also contributed a lot to kind of like me kind of recovering mentally. So this has been a big help. And then I just seeing you all just kind of share about that and post trying showing your support for all this is really what got me hooked on y'all and why I started following (laughs) you all to begin with on top of the amazing coffee as well. So, <laughs> well, thank you very much. I mean, yeah. the coffee really does tie into uh, mental health. I've, I've shared it in our server. Um, like to me, it always starts my day off on a, on a better note. Uh, yes, I would say I'm addicted to the caffeine and the coffee. Because <laughs> I don't have to get a headache, but it's beyond the headache. Honestly, it's a, it's that nice little like morning moment where you just get to sit down and you get to enjoy something full-fledged. It just sets the tone for the rest of the day. And I have received various messages um, for, from other people saying how, you know, like having a good cup of coffee or whatever, it's, it's really helped them in just that moment. You know, yeah. in that moment... It could mean everything to them. Kind of like how a smile can mean a lot to somebody too. Yeah. So I, like I used to, years ago, I used to work overnights at a grocery store for like three, four years. And of course they had coffee, but my thing was energy drinks. And I would just mm-hmm. pound those away. And it's gotten to the point where the, caf- the caffeine doesn't work as well on me as it used to. But yeah. I enjoy that cup of coffee every now and then. And I think yeah. from the time I bought your, that, I think I bought like an eight ounce bag or something, I think. Mm-hmm. to the time that I finished it, it was like a few months because mm-hmm. like I'll gladly just waste away like a store-bought coffee nonstop. But when you're paying money for something as good as what you all can make, <laughs> that's not something you waste. That's something you like. If it's like a nice, like little rainy day outside, I'm like, yeah, this is the time to bust out the homebrew. Just make a few cups of that. Put in my favorite creamer. Cause I literally say I turned coffee into a cappuccino. So <laughs> Because I like my creamer. I can't drink coffee <laughs> just straight. One. I can't drink coffee straight. It's nasty. I don't when I try one. it that way. So <laughs> it's. A, I, I don't blame anybody who does. I mean, everybody likes their coffee a different way. Yeah. I take mine with like oat milk and sugar or brown sugar. Um, yeah. No. That's 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 amazing. I love hearing that. Um, me, I don't think caffeine affects me because of my ADHD. Um, you're fine yeah it doesn't really do anything for me but the coffee I just like it's such an important part of my routine now um I actually wasn't drinking coffee I had stopped drinking coffee in like July 2019 I think um and switched to black tea in the morning uh because I didn't like how that coffee was making me feel of course it wasn't homebrew uh it was like whatever at the grocery store that I got uh it never made me feel very good and since trying the fresh roasted oh i just that's that's what i drink now <laughs> and like it doesn't make me it it makes me feel fine like i love it um but yeah no hunter i'm i'm glad that that uh you know gtrpg has been such a great outlet for you um i think it's so important to have that outlet which is again one of the many values that this community has to offer right yeah it's kind of partially the reason why i started doing this segment too because it's like yeah i wasn't because i'm only doing 
bunch of here and there. I can't always find places like, how about I just have conversations with people that I admire or just are popular with the community? And like I said, you both fall under yeah, that category. Absolutely. So, and I've gotten quite a few people. Like my first, very first episode was Kevin Carpenter from the Rolling in the Mist podcast, who was basically the one that inspired me to start doing a City of Mist to begin with. And then That's awesome. it, the the dream one is one day I will get Brendan Lee Mulligan on here because he was the GM that was the kind of the nail in the coffin for me to like, I'm going to start doing a podcast now because he <laughs> does that, that creative, very narrative, very descriptive GMing style. And yes. it just watching him do that with a uh, EXU calamity on critical role. It's like, I was just, listen, took my breath away listening to that. So this is one of it's my really big cool, things. It's really cool, isn't it? How immersed you can get into this kind of thing. I love it. Yeah. And EXU, the Calamity series, was the first time I'd actually ever listened to Critical Role before. Because I had oh, seen, really? I had seen clips of Brennan on like D- D20 on their show. And then I heard, oh, he's going to be doing this. I'm like, I'll listen to it, see what happens. So I use Spotify for my podcasting. So I was listening to them as they're uploading it. And my jaw's just like, wow. Because it was just <laughs> really cool, the narrative description. And like I said, it's paying, I'm seeing the movie play out in my head. And then That's all awesome. the, all the, all the character and all the, I want to call them all voice actors because the majority of critical role players are also voice actors as well. Yeah. But the majority of them are like also really cool. Sam Regal, always with the laughs. And then you had people oh, like Lewis, Lewis, who I've been actually interacted with a couple of times just on social media, just from commenting on his stuff. He was oh, really cool. good too, as well. So, because I think he was, yeah, he was the paladin character in the game. He was the paladin that had like no faith alignment. He, just believed in life itself basically that was really cool i love that so, i love everything about all of that that you're saying i mean it's <laughs> it's just inspiring to us too right that's why i love doing these hearing other people's passions keeps bringing me like yeah. it brings out my passion more yeah yeah, yeah no, it's it's amazing yeah, and that's sure. very similar to when I did uh, my second episode was a City of Mist roundtable that I did with two MCs from two other City of Mist podcasts where we were just kind of talking about like running the game. How's it feel doing this podcast? And basically that was where they like, like, we appreciate you bring us on the show because you listen to us and you appreciate our shows and what we do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because I'm not just I'm not just finding someone random. Me like, oh, I should have them on. No, I this is work I've admired, work I've appreciated or listened to, and it's like I want to get to know these people more. So that's kind of been yeah. my big thing with this. And so also changing subjects here, you know, you both also not just work together. You quite literally are together. So again, yes. congratulations! Congratulations on your engagement. I want to say that Thank again. Thank you. <laughs> so we so everyone needs to hear this story. How is it that you two first met? <laughs> you say it better than I because I miss details. <laughs> so, uh, honestly, we we met quite organically through Discord, through streaming, um, like streaming through Twitch. Um, so, what happened was we were both made moderators of this brand new streaming community on Discord um, on this server, and then it literally was just that. Like we just met each other through that. Um, I slid into her DMs and quite literally, quite literally, and because uh, I had access to your channel, and uh, I could have, I could have messaged someone else, but I, I chose to message her. And then, um, yeah, we just literally did not stop talking after that. And like, I think we just knew we were like, ah, okay. Um, and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she 
she she was living in Texas at that time, and I was living in Quebec. And uh, I ended up having to move, and she moved, and then we just she made things happen. We just made things happen. Uh, we curated our destiny, let's say. <laughs> so, because yeah. yeah. I want to say, y'all said what five years together now, or no, no, am I completely uh, off? Yeah, we're on two. Yeah, we're we're coming up to two years. Yeah, two years. Yeah. It feels you two- like it's been forever. Yes, it I was about to say, the way you two interact with each other, just even online, mm-hmm. it makes it sound like y'all have been together forever, so. Uh, yeah. I yeah. wish. <laughs> My life would have been completely different by now, for the better. But I'm glad to be where I am now. Yeah. I'll say that. Same. Yeah. And... Yeah. Like I've said before, I've mentioned all this podcast before, I am a single father, and unfortunately my son's mom is not in his life, but it's kind of the thing where it's like, if I didn't have him, I don't know where I would be now. I may not even be doing this. Yeah. yeah. So I, my son, having my son was also a made, what also was kind of what helped me kind of get my life back together mentally, because a lot of that started up before he was born, and then right when he was born, I was like, kind of the fatherhood set kind of kicked in, yeah. trying to fix myself up. Because yeah. I always say, you it's it's easier to take care of others when you're also taking care of yourself as well. So true. To me, right? I can't to help any. Yourself. I can't help anyone out if I'm not taking care of myself. Like I'm just mm-hmm. not giving it my my all. Like you should be, in my opinion. So everyone has their own opinion on that, but that's what I personally believe. So. Oh, it's true. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's very true. There's a reason the airlines always say, "Put your mask on first before you can put." you know, the children next to you. Yeah. Um, you got to help yourself to help them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and could I actually backtrack a bit to the, when we were talking about the mental health stuff, because I just sure. thought of something that was like heavily related to D&D and mental health. Um, my therapist actually, so I have obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, and so <laughs> my therapist uh, actually challenged me to think of what, think of something that represents my OCD uh, and what that looks like. Cause I don't know if you're familiar with how OCD works, but it's characterized by intrusive thoughts. Um, and then the compulsive part of it is your, you, you do that to kind of neutralize the anxiety that you get from those intrusive thoughts. And everyone's a compulsive, compulsive urges look different. Um, some are physical, some are just mental, but back to the intrusive thought portion. So my, therapist wanted me to create a monster that represented my OCD. Um, So I thought long and hard about that. And I came up with this idea and I actually ended up turning it into a D&D or any, I guess you could use it for any TTRPG, but this monster um, that now our DM in one of our campaigns is actually going to incorporate into the story so we can kill my OCD. Um, So I thought that was really fun. Uh, we haven't gotten to that point, but we I named him uh, the oh obsidious obsidious creature of darkness, OCD, obsidious creature of darkness. And there's this little like globby little monster. Um, and the more you feed it, the bigger it gets, which is so metaphorically on point for what OCD is. Um, and it just made sense. And I was like, hey, I think everyone should turn their mental health issues, ailments, problems, whatever you want to call them, um, into uh, creatures for D&D and then slay them. Why not? Right? Uh, If, you know, (laughs) right? The parts that you don't like, right? The things that you actually consider problems. Um, 
for you, right? And it was actually really helpful to do. So, and sharing yeah. with the community as well prompted other people to brainstorm what they would do for themselves too, which was really fun. But yeah, I wanted to share that because it was, it's, 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 it's kind of, I don't know, it seems like it would fit in, but yeah. I think I heard you share that once before, but I still love yeah. that image of just yeah. being it like a D&D monster you got to take down. Because uh-huh. um, so I was always raised with, despite the challenges that came with having autism, it was more what made me unique than what mm-hmm. was a disability. Because yeah. I was super smart when I was like younger, just in flying ahead, like I could read book after book too, and like I got to my like I couldn't write, but if you put a computer in front of me, I could just type stuff out just so rapidly. Yeah. Yeah. And so. If I was to describe my autism as like a monster, I would definitely it would definitely be a beholder with the because the eyes would be going all over the place. <laughs> because that's how it feels like I am with my autism now. Is like I'm I'm thinking about one yeah. thing, it's tied to this, and ties to this, and this, and this, and this. Yeah, so and like maybe like, it has good things and bad things. Maybe it can buff you or debuff you, right? Like that's kind of exactly. the thing of it. It's truly how you take it. My OCD definitely a little monster that I don't like. Um, not fun. <laughs> right? but it's going to either set me, fr- freeze me in place or set me on fire. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Or like ADHD. There's definitely pros to having ADHD, but then there's definitely things I don't like and I don't enjoy. Um, so, you know, it's just something I think we could talk about for days, but like, it doesn't need to be a bad monster. It could just be a creature in your world. Right. And yeah, yeah. it's just, it, it's interesting now because, when I was diagnosed, it was Asperger's on the autism spectrum. Yeah. Because, and because that was, it was kind of the, considered the more mild version of autism because it was like, I can function, but you got, again, I got like the little quirks and stuff. And then now it's just this huge spectrum where it's like ADHD and ADD can also fall under autism as well. Oh, I, I think didn't some, know that. I think there are some that have put in that case where if you have autism, you have also ADHD. I think some people who have OCD have also had autism in the past as There's well. There's a lot of overlapping. It's, it, that's why they call it spectrum because there's so much and yeah. you can have like some quirks that others cannot like i like i don't have i still i have like the sound sensitivity to where i can't always hear if there's so much going on in the background but it's not to the extent like some people is although if it hits that decibel it's what i call i'm being overloaded and my body just kind of like shuts down for, like a split second to calm down where if, if it hits that amount of uh yeah Overstimulation, I think, is the yeah, one I'm looking for. Overstimulation, yeah. I, I I have sensory issues like that as well. Yeah, and then, I attribute it to ADHD, but yeah. And I know working overnights really messed with my eyesight for a while because I was working nights and not days, so I'm not used to the mm-hmm. sunlight. So mm-hmm. that really messed with my uh, si- my okay. eyesight simulation a little bit too. It really messed with that. It was actually to the point where I was like wearing sunglasses at night one time mm-hmm. because all the all the stinking people with their LED lights. Yeah. Shining behind me, reflecting the mirror, just going like, ah, guys. Oh, that's so, still that way. Oh, me. I hate those. I every, every time I <laughs> they get that behind me, I just want to be like, ah, flip them off, kind of deal. So, <laughs> uh. all right. So I have a fun little thing I like. To, I'll do every now and then. It's called like a TTRPG hot take. And originally, okay. I was I was using it to discuss the whole watch C thing, but that's kind of in the past now and done with, so I'm not worrying about that. So what's so just kind of for fun? What's a hot take you have about TTRPGs? Do you have a hot take? I I need specific examples of what a hot take is. <laughs> All right, so I'll start off with like, mine. Um, <laughs> when it comes to Warforges and D and and D and D. They should not. They should be a lot harder to hit than what they make them out to be, because ah, you have a you have a character that's made entirely of metal, 
Mm-hmm. They should be completely resistant to slashing and piercing and bludgeoning damage. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, hmm. That kind of deal. Is or just I... something like, like another one. You cannot have too many dice. You know, I actually uh, made one in a comment earlier today, right before this. It was about uh, Rabbit Fold. So one of our campaigns, she is a rabbit full from yes. the Feywild, right? Rabbits have really huge ears and really big feet, and they're speedy in real life. Mm-hmm. Why is it that you have normal walking speed? Why wouldn't you get at least five times Ooh, feet That's a very good point. And have advantages on hearing. I was just about to say that part. You should, sense. as a prey animal, right? You think that biologically you would have heightened sense of hearing. Yeah. And you'd be or able at to least advantages further, on stealth for right? sure. Right? Yes. Right? Yes. Like, you know, like, it makes sense. Um, <laughs> I yeah, think I agree. DM's kind of a little lenient on that because he's, he's like, yeah, no, you would, you'd be able to hear that with your big rabbit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good one. That's, yeah. a, that's a very good one. Yeah. That one gets me. I don't get it. <laughs> Another I, fun one. I feel one. like I don't know enough about everything to actually have like an actual hot take, though. I feel like you just don't remember it. Like, Probably. you know, but you just don't remember yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Gosh, there's there's several other ones. Uh, <laughs> oh, my. Uh, like, I, I made that one because uh, 20 Sides is actually the one that was doing it. Uh, they said that the, uh, like, the cat PCs or, like, you know, the tabaxi race or whatever, mm-hmm. I guess they don't have dark fish. And that also doesn't make sense. They're nocturnal. Yeah, a cat should have cat. dark vision anyways. So that really makes sense. So that part doesn't make sense. Okay, I'm understanding what I'm thinking. No, I'm yeah. trying to remember what it was. I think they said uh I was listening I think I was listening to the episode of Eldritch Buds and you have Chode on there for the Warforged fighter. Mm-hmm. And I try I want I can't remember which effect that he got hit with, but I'm just I was listening to that, I'm just like He's made of metal that shouldn't affect him. Yeah. Whereas, as like my Warforge character that I'm that I'm having the workshop, I get to play him. He's a druid Warforge, but he's more. I'm having to where he's more like wood than metal because oh, his yeah. idea. Is, cool. his idea is my really my living ideology of nature, lion for short. Yeah. And oh yeah, yeah but, I remember that name. That one was really pretty. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but that was the idea was, like, he's, like, a more wood warforged because he has this strong connection with nature. And, yeah, basically, he still looks like kind of robotic when he wild shapes. So he's still, so he's, like, he's an animal. He's a deer. But now he's just a wooden deer, basically. That totally makes sense. And the joke is, if there was an artificer in the group, the artificer can say that that's, like, his companion or something yeah. to get him throughout the, to get the warforged throughout the place. I just love Warforged characters in general. Like the newest one, the newest podcast on list too, they're called the Found Familiars Podcast. And they have a Warforged little wizard named Tome. And he's he talks like an adult, but story-wise, he's only like five, he's only five years old because he was only built like five years ago. Mm-hmm. But he's just a sassy little robot with no concept of the world around him. I love that. That sounds fun. I feel like if you play a Warforged character, you can take it in so many different directions. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and he's not like and like how some warforges are like they're really like big and buffy built. This one's just a tiny little warforged guy. He's just a I little wizard that, warforged. I and love that so much. Yeah, it's the funny question is is the funny thing thing running now is there were some spicy scenes that happened with a player and an NPC, and the character the tone walked in on it. 
<laughs> and then the running joke is, is that what you do in adult time? Because <laughs> <laughs> they call it adult time. And so Absolutely. shout out to Foul Familiar podcast for it's a great show. I've been enjoying it. It's fairly new, so yeah, I think I've seen them pop up on uh, on people we might know for Instagram. I'll have to mm. check them out. I sadly I wish I had more time to listen to podcasts and stuff like that because there are so many great ones. I just feel like I never have enough time or have like enough of a moment to really get into the story because by the time that I'm into it, like something else happens that I gotta do, you know. Yeah, it's like I, I, because I know I personally, I would rather it be like an hour or an hour and a half because I feel like you could cover so much in that time. Whereas you can do something in like 30, 40 minutes, but then it just kind of feels rushed to me. Like I love 20 sides, I love the show they pr- produce. And like I said, I love Warforce characters. I absolutely adore Seven. And I have so many questions around his character alone because he's a robot cleric. Yes. And I'm just like, does it's like, did he? Does he believe in the god? Did the god make him? Um, does he follow like the rules of robotics or something? Like, I you get so these all these questions around like these characters, and it makes me stick with them. So I love Seven from Twenty Sides. So shout out to you guys if y'all are hearing this at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that whole that whole cast itself is really good though. Jess is amazing. I love interacting with her when she shares yes. all her stuff. So they are all amazing people. They're they're all so friendly. I mean, most, most, I think everyone that we've met within the community has been nothing but friendly. True. And supportive and helpful. Yeah. Uh, honestly, there's not one bad person I think that we have met. So, besides Critical Role, what is there a podcast that you do like to listen to when you have the time? Um, I did do Dimension 20 about the time that I did start Critical Role. Uh, again, things fell through. Um, where I didn't have the time anymore. Um, and then I did start 20 Sides. I fell behind. I think I ended on episode three. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, you're way behind. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> so I, thought, I was like, you know, there's this, like 30-minute segments. I can keep up with 30 minutes. Uh, no, I cannot, <laughs> unfortunately. I wish I could, uh, you know. Totally wish I could. There's just not enough time in the day. Uh, but I think that's... I have listened to 225 games for a bit. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, wait, you know, we both did for yeah. a minute. Yeah. Um, and then I want to check out Eldritch Buds because they seem really like a fun group. Um, and then there's some others that I keep seeing that I'm like, oh, they'd be so much fun. I like, uh, I don't know if Cantrips and Coffee, if they still do one. I think they used to. And then... They're- yeah, they're still going on. They started doing a. Uh, they they just do different games all the time. They just they just did a playthrough through a, a dark fantasy one called Gods. They're now doing the even footing uh, Crawl of Cthulhu. That's based on the oh that, ba- yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. babies and swords game. So yeah, they still around. And I started checking them because they did the Power Rangers RPG pack, uh, tabletop game, which is what I'm trying to learn. What got me interested in them, and I've actually interacted with them a little bit because one of the things that I found during that process, I found a Power Rangers audio drama. And it's, oh. and it's and it's more adult related than kid friendly like the TV show, like literally, uh, kind of spoilers for anyone if you're not listening to it. Um, literally, when Tommy comes in as the evil Green Ranger, he stabs uh, Jason Red Ranger with his dagger and oh. almost kills him. Okay. So it's Definitely pretty wild. <laughs> it's 
It's not, it's not, it's definitely a lot. It's more based on the comic book line it's f- described as then, because the comic book's a lot more violence that than kid friendly TV show that we all grew up with. Okay, it, I mean, it makes sense. Bark friendly to each other. Yeah, but it was I, also uh, that we talk about mental health, and it was also about that same time that we all lost the beloved actor, Jason David Frank. Oh, I know. And that's when, when I started, and I actually, um, I I may have posted on your Instagram, but I actually had made a from one of the guys from a buddy of mine in Australia who does like a lot of woodwork tabletop accessory stuff. I had to make a dice case that's got the White Ranger tiger symbol on it. That's so cool! Do you have I think, it? I would love to see it. Yeah, I think I posted it in the in our uh, the Discord server chat. I can't remember, so I may just have to look and do it again. So. But I actually found some like actual like white and gold dice to put in to represent the White Ranger. So I remember you sending those. I don't know if I've seen the the case. Hold on, this is horrible podcasting. Remember. But give me a second here. <laughs> so see if I can get this to work properly. Um, I'll just take these Ranger parts out. So this is kind of what it looks like. That's so cool. That's very cool. I love it. Yeah, just because. To me, the White Ranger was a is a big sign of redemption. Is how I've always looked at it. And then I also, to those who don't know, I also make and rec- write and record my music on the side. And one of the latest songs I did was kind of a tribute to Jason David Frank as the White Ranger. That's so. awesome! Oh, I love that. He will be missed for sure. Yeah, and then that's when I do eventually run the game for that Powered RPG game for the podcast. It will be in memory of Jason David Frank. That is the whole reason I am now more focused on wanting to do that. That makes sense. That's so cool. Oh, I hope it helps, like, with you. And then, you know, can also help others. I think it'll probably help lots of people process their grief. He he was also, like, because he was also, like, a very, very... He was spiritual as well, and he was also just very, like... He was one of those outgoing people that was always like well with the encouraging word of like you can do this just keep on at it kind of deal because for a while he had a shirt that said jesus didn't tap and basically because he was also an mma fighter for like the longest time jason david frank and so the idea was even when it seems bad don't tap out just yet kind of deal was his message with that so (sighs) yeah so that was just kind of also tying back to the mental health thing as well, because apparently Jason David Frank, towards like the last few months, he had a lot of stuff that was going on too. That how much of it is true or not, I don't know. It's the news media, but I mean, I know there's still. I think he he ended up passing away right after he finished the Legend of the White Dragon movie they're about to release, and his daughter was a part of that. Jenna Frank Aww, was a part of that movie. So so the the movie's all done though, thankfully, and they're supposed to be releasing it sometime this year. And it's like this is like the last movie he's ever done. Wow. And, it, and he doesn't play as Tommy. It's kind of a spinoff, but it's still Power Ranger themed. Oh, that's he plays, cool. He's playing as a father wrestling his daughter. So wow. And they also that's got a few. They have other Power Ranger actors that are going to be in there too, from all like different Power Ranger generations that are going to be actors in the oh, movie that's as cool. well. So. I think oh, one of them's like one's from Time Force. I think the other was actually one of the original Mighty Morphin, or it was either Mighty Morphin or Lost Galaxy. I can't remember which one she was from. So that'll be fun. I didn't know they were making another movie. 
Yeah, um, the Bendis. Oh, yeah. I have the, the I just want to point out my memory is so bad that I don't know what you're talking about. That's okay. Yeah. I watched Power Rangers in the 90s. That's all I got for you. Oh, I remember that movie too. That, that definitely childhood right there is for me as well. I watched <laughs> every show, single I one up and I watched every single Power Rangers uh, series up until like the end of the Wild Force, I think. And then it just kind I of veered I off would. for me. So it's too cheesy for me now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, y'all want to ask me anything else or talk about anything else before we close this out for today? Sorry, I don't know if you froze. Yeah. Yeah, y'all froze. <laughs> but I can still hear you, though. So, oh, you're back, but it's blurry. So, I'm expecting to probably kick off any second. <laughs> okay. Hi. Are we back? Yeah, I think hi. we're back. Yeah. <laughs> For now, so we'll see what happens. Did y'all want to talk about anything? Well, did y'all want to talk about anything else or ask any other questions before we conclude this for today? Uh, do you have any questions? <laughs> well, I've asked all that I think that I think I've wanted to also learn what okay. I think other people should want to learn about these wonderful coffee beans I'm staring at. So <laughs> that's you. if you see me. <laughs> Sorry, I was just going to say, if you see me talk about coffee beans, I'm usually referring to these two ladies yeah. right here. So <laughs> <laughs> That is true. Oh, there is one thing that I guess I could say. So I know you mentioned earlier, um, we talked about our mental health um, fundraiser that we did in September. Mm-hmm. That was for the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Um, and we collaborated with about 40 different creators in the TTRPG community, which was huge. It was a massive endeavor. Um, and we will be doing it again this year. Uh, it might be just a little earlier, but that's something to keep an eye out. Uh, it will be for mental health as well. I'm not sure which organization. It might be uh, CAMH, which is in Toronto. Um, and it's a really amazing research hospital uh, for mental health and addiction. So, um, But yeah, so keep an eye out for that. That's my yeah. probably the only thing that I have to say. If anybody <laughs> wants to join in uh-huh. the um, auction, just DM us. Either yeah. find us at discord instagram and just uh give one of us a dm or give hunter a dm to get in contact with us yeah yeah because if we had podcasts even uh contribute as well like their merch and, and stuff like that too so it was cool yep and i'll and as always whenever i have someone on here i'll post all the links so your instagram ad and your the homebrew coffee site will go into the bio of this episode so if y'all want to interact with them you can go to their instagram and you can access link tree for anything else and if you want some nice, amazing coffee, that website will be there too. And if you join the Discord, you can earn points and yeah. get prizes. And you can. The other yeah. thing that's so. Yeah, we have so, an in server currency system that you can actually like kind of rack up your points just from doing daily commands. Hmm. Um, and you can put it toward actually getting free coffee or discounts or free shipping or a bunch of other stuff as well. And right now we're doing a lot of giveaways in our Discord server for the, for the rest of Mark. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to be that. the guy that racks up so many points and I'm going to have all the bags of coffee just around me. Like, instead of the money, <laughs> it's coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's for it's just one of the many ways that we're able to give to our community so yeah all right so thank you lauren kelly for coming on here this was really fun to do i'm glad we actually got to sit and chat for once despite we've talked for so long this is actually nice just to get to sit and chat with you both just about what you both love and again congratulations again congratulations on the engagement i do expect an invitation when the time comes <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having us on here. It was a uh, fun and it was a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, obviously. Of course. <laughs>